Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barak of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D. has been busy traveling, meeting, and communing with brothers and sisters in Christ and spending time in Israel. And he's here today to share his adventures with you. As he tells you the highlights of his trip, he'll ask you to pray for those he's met who are doing all they can to prepare the way for Jesus to return and searching for signs of his arrival. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 9th, 2018. What we're going to do today, because I didn't want to be rushed, I wanted to share everything that the Lord has done and put on my heart to share. We're just going to talk about what God did in my recent trip, starting with my time in New York, and then after that, our amazing, and that word doesn't really even begin to describe it, but our amazing Israel tour. I have to say that this particular trip had a powerful impact on my life as your pastor personally. And after I returned, the Lord ministered to me as I was, there was so much to process. It was just so packed and God did such amazing things that I kind of had to just quiet my heart and decompress and, and just really inquire of the Lord and sit before the Lord and spend time with the Lord. And as I did, he just ministered to me out of the letter to the church in Philadelphia in Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. And specifically, that of how God has opened up doors that no man can shut, and this because of staying true to God's word, and not denying his name in spite of having little strength, which is striking to me in that letter to that church in Philadelphia. Even more specifically, the promise to keep his people, his remnant, if you prefer, from the hour of tribulation that is coming upon the whole world, and then, perhaps more importantly, the encouragement to hold fast because the Lord is coming quickly. I think for me, what I brought back was just how soon the Lord's return is. Simply put, I had the privilege of meeting and getting to know many of our brothers and sisters from our online church, as we affectionately refer to them, 
from all over the world. And it was such a blessing. They shared their stories with me. And some of these people, I mean, these are amazing people. And what really struck me was that we are going to be spending eternity with them. And please make no mistake about it. They love you. And they see you as their ohana, their family, their brothers and sisters in Christ. In some ways they feel like they know you, though you may not know them by name. But the big takeaway for me was that this was God's way of giving us forwards a taste of heaven. A taste of heaven. This was a taste of heaven, of that which is about to come. If you'll kindly indulge me and give me your attention, I trust that the Lord will bless you and encourage you as He did me with just the reality of the Lord's soon return. And because of this encouragement to this church in Revelation 3, the Philadelphia church, it's really the Lord's way of saying, I want you to hang in there. I'm coming soon. I'm coming quickly. I know that you're hanging on by a thread with little strength, if you will, but you have not denied my name. You have kept my word, and I'm going to keep you from the hour of tribulation that is coming upon the whole world. And that's what I want to talk about and share with you today. It all started with Marianne, who spoiled me, and I mean spoiled me, so much so that I just cannot fly any other airline out of Hawaii but Hawaiian Airlines. She was on my flight to New York, and flying on Hawaiian Airlines is the best, but when Marianne is the flight attendant... It doesn't get any better than that, especially when the flight is an 11-hour flight overnight, straight, nonstop, from Honolulu to New York. This was kind of God's way of saying, I'm going to bless this trip from front to finish, starting now. And it was great, and I was so blessed. When I arrived in New York, (laughs) oh my goodness, Pastor Claude of Calvary Chapel Hope on Long Island met me at the airport, and the best was yet to come. That was really a taste of heaven when Pastor Claude, his wife, and his elders took me to dinner. Also, NYPD Lieutenant Mark and his wife Lisa, I had the privilege last year when we were in New York of meeting him and getting to know him. Here's the thing, when you take an Arab to dinner and feed him, (laughs) you're a friend for life, even to death. And actually, (laughs) this, by the way, has its roots in the communion table. This is lost, sadly, in the Western culture. But when you break bread together, when you eat together, and this is in the Middle East, particularly in the culture there, but everything is centered around food, and you form a lifelong bond, and it is for life even unto death. I would submit that when Jesus in that upper room 
on that Passover celebration at what we affectionately referred to as the Last Supper, was communicating that to his disciples, that this was a common union, communion, a lifelong bond, even unto death. I could not have known what was in store the next morning when I had the privilege of speaking at Calvary Chapel of Hope, and then again that night for the Sunday evening service. I want to try to describe this church. It is such a precious church. It is such a loving church. I was so overwhelmed by the love in this church. And many of our online family actually drove and were there from all over the East Coast. And it was such a great time together. And it shouldn't really be any surprise. Pastor Claude has a shepherd's heart and a loving heart. And this church, it reminds me of our church. Such a loving church. My time with both Claude and Mark was actually very eye-opening. I got to spend some pastor-to-pastor time with Claude and began to realize that God had really knit our hearts together. This is a great brother in Christ and fellow pastor. Mark had some very interesting, eye-opening insight. Both of these guys really have their finger on the prophetic pulse of what's taking place specifically here in the United States, and really even more specifically, subsequent to the midterm election results. So they have been a tremendous blessing to me over the years. So that was on Sunday. Then on Monday, I was able to have lunch at Fox News with an online member who's become a good friend over the years. I wanted to share this because, I don't know if you know this or not, they have Bible studies at Fox News, the headquarters there in New York, and Kelly is a part of these Bible studies and prayer groups. And also Shannon, she's actually in Washington, D.C., but she's a part of it and such a prayer warrior. I share that because I would just ask that you keep Kelly Ainsley and Shannon in prayer. And also the Inside Edition reporter, Megan, who is a strong Christian and also participates there in New York with these Fox News Bible studies and prayer meetings. Well, I hadn't even got to Israel yet and was already so blessed. I had spent five fabulous days in New York. Mark had his NYPD friends and Homeland Security guys waiting for me at the airport when we arrived. And it was so cool because no problem with traffic. All Mark had to do was just turn on the And everybody moved out of the way, and we pull up, and here's Homeland Security and NYPD with the cars waiting out front. I felt so important, but it was, I didn't didn't know he was going to do that. I I knew he was going to give me a ride to the airport. It was on the way. He said, by the way, don't worry about TSA. I got it covered. (laughs) I had no idea what awaited me, but it's things like this that remind me of God's sense of humor. I mean, think about this, right? The NYPD and Homeland Security escort an Arab through TSA at JFK in New York, no less. I love it when God does that. 
So anyway, all right, so off to Israel I went, and it takes basically two days to get there, two 12-hour flights from Honolulu to New York, and then New York to Tel Aviv. So I arrive in Tel Aviv, and I have to say that the Lord had His hand of blessing on every aspect of this trip from front to finish, as He sort of ministered to me that He would. Upon my arrival in Israel, I was met by my Jewish brother from another mother, same Heavenly Father though, (laughs) Amir. This trip was actually two years in the making. When I had Amir here in 2016, we began to plan for this Israel trip. And I have to say that the staff of Behold Israel did such an outstanding job, especially with such a large group. I posted this on social media. I want to share it with you. Without question, this has been the most blessed and best Israel tour of my life personally. Now let me stop and just say parenthetically that for those of you who went to Israel with us in prior years, those were great trips, okay? (laughs) But this one was really, really spectacular. Every aspect and every step clearly had the Lord's handprint and blessing upon it, and I use that word for a reason, from the weather to the guides, sites, hotels, meals, new friendships, testimonies, and everything in between. But all the glory goes to the Lord. Man could have never done this. The Lord, as only He can, did this and blessed this, and all the glory goes to the Lord. And we haven't even really gotten started yet. It gets even better. Again, the best was still to come. I've shared in the past about how I met the ambassador. It was actually back in 2014 at the University of Hawaii when he was the keynote speaker. And I was also one of the speakers at a Night to Honor Israel event. And he spoke first, then right after he spoke, I got up and spoke. And I think that, this is my take on it, You know when Paul in Romans says that we as Christians provoke the Jews to jealousy? In other words, as Gentiles, the Jews are jealous of our relationship with their God. And that's the thing that I think explains what he was so attracted to, because here's this Arab that gets up that is so pro-Israel that loves Israel and loves God's people. And he was so moved that he got up. This is the United Nations ambassador. Gets up, walks over to me, and gives me this giant Velcro bear hug. And says, we need to talk. I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> what did I do? But no, he, he said, you know, because I had shared about how it's difficult for me sometimes to get into Israel, because I, though am a U.S. citizen, have a U.S. passport. I was born in Beirut, Lebanon, and that's a problem. So I get detained at airports in Tel Aviv, which is why I would always go with another pastor, just in case, for whatever reason, if I was not allowed entrance into Israel, there would be another pastor to take that group. Anyway, I shared that with him, and he said, I want your information. I'm going to write you a letter, 
And you're going to take that letter and you're going to bring a group and you're going to come to Israel. I'm like, thank you. So I put together all of the information, my passport, all of the data. He then wrote a letter. And I mean, I'm looking at this letter that he wrote and I'm going, wow, this guy's amazing. And it was me. <laughs> he was writing about him thinking, I couldn't have <laughs> written that any better. So I took that letter and that was in 2015 that we took a group of about 70 people and no problem getting in. I had the ambassador's <laughs> letter, you know, saying that I'm not a terrorist, which is always a nice thing to know. That was a great tour in 2015. Well, fast forward to 2017. I'm at Fox News with my wife and my daughter. This is last year, 2017. And who should I happen to run into? What a coincidence. Not coincidence, Providence. But Ambassador Ron, who's a Fox News contributor. And so I ran to him. We hugged each other. I told him, I said, hey, I'm bringing another group to Israel. He gives me his card with his new contact information because now he's not in New York anymore, but in Jerusalem. And he says, when you're here, I want you to call me because I want to speak to your group. Now keep in mind, this is not a believer. This is an Israeli, a man who is intrigued by this obscure Palestinian so-called Arab in Hawaii that loves him and loves Israel and wants to bring like 230 people to the country and he wants to talk to them. So before the trip we tried to work it out and it was actually initially looking like it wasn't going to work out because he wasn't even in Israel at the same time that we were. So he actually went out of his way and drove all the way just landed at the airport and drove all the way to Tiberias to speak to our group. And I really believe that it was certainly a blessing for us, but it was more so for him. He was so blessed and so moved, and even afterwards took the time to answer questions. And by the end of the evening, I knew that God had divinely appointed this time for him to come because he shared some stunning, and I mean stunning developments, particularly as it relates to Israel and the Arab world. And this is as it relates to what we've been talking about in our prophecy updates in recent weeks. By way of an illustration, and he asked for forgiveness for using this illustration, but the ambassador talked about how Israel is no longer the secret mistress to the Arab nations. Because now they're going public with their good foreign relations with Israel. See, up till now what's been happening is these Arab nations are friendly with Israel, but when they get to the United Nations, they don't want anybody to know for what would be deemed obvious reasons, because of the international backlash from the international community. Well, as the ambassador shared, no more. (laughs) It's now out in the open. About a week later, I wasn't surprised when the Times of Israel published this article about how, for the first time, Dubai, Dubai, Keep in mind, these Muslim countries like Saudi Arabia, Dubai, et al., you cannot even have a Bible. You cannot go to a church, 
by the way, man, I just, I can't even put to words in the English language, as faulty as it is, about how blessed I was to meet and get to know some of the people on this tour. There was one couple in particular that have family that are in Saudi Arabia, and they shared with me a testimony about how the body of Christ and the church in Saudi Arabia is growing by the multitudes. Saudi Arabia. You cannot have a church in Saudi Arabia. You cannot have a Bible in Saudi Arabia. And yet the church is thriving, and God is blessing. Anyway, this is Dubai now. This is a Muslim country, and the Jewish community is stepping hesitantly out of the shadows. In the article, they write about what the ambassador talked about, which to me, and I talked to the ambassador about this, it's significant concerning the Sunni Arab world toward Israel and the specificity of the prophecy in Ezekiel 38 verse 13, which we talk about often. I would suggest that the detail in verse 13 of Ezekiel 38, where by their ancient names Sheba and Dedan, we have this reference to Saudi Arabia, and with them Tarshish and the young lions thereof, that they only protest and question this invasion of Israel with Russia, Iran, and Turkey, more on that in a moment, with this alliance of other nations, with them at the helm, and they invade Israel, which suggests and indicates that at the time of this invasion, Saudi Arabia, nay, even the entirety of the Sunni Arab world against the Shiite Iran, they will have this cozy, dare I say chummy, relationship with Israel as they even now do. And this is what the ambassador was sharing with us. And actually, this ties in with another specific prophecy that we talk a lot about because it is in play today, and it is concerning Damascus, Syria, in Isaiah 17, verse 1, and a prophecy about how that Damascus will become a ruinous heap and completely destroyed, so much so that it will be uninhabitable. We did this Facebook Live prophecy update on the Golan Heights, the border of Israel and Syria, and this is exactly where all of this is going to go down. I have to say that we had way too much fun doing this, and I'm sure it was not lawful, but that's okay because we're under grace and not the law. But we did sort of this prophecy update, and we talked about the significance of this particular location. And the reason is, is that once Isaiah 17, 1 is fulfilled with the destruction of Damascus, Russia, Iran, Turkey, the other nations will invade Israel from this location. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. 
This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's Prophecy Update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this Prophecy Update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this Prophecy Update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.